How's it going, man? Good to see you. Chilling, yo. What's good? Oh, man. Busy. Very busy. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Good busy. Good Good busy. busy. Good busy. Usually when people say that they're busy, it's always like some type of shit going on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, I have some things happening, but I'm I'm also working full time. So. Oh, really? Juggling everything. Yeah. Dude, yeah. wait, full-time artist? No, full-time, like, nine to five still. Yeah. I mean, um, everyone's got to have that. Kind of have to, yeah. Or until you start seeing some uh, progress in the in the, the money flow with projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. totally. Yeah. People usually don't like to share what their nine to five is because sometimes it's like corporate yeah you know which i get it i get it i get it it's also like sometimes when people come on here it's like a totally different thing that they usually do yeah i mean what i do it's uh it's very in line with it's a lot of production uh a lot of post-production photoshop stuff which is funny because it all i end up doing it like for in my my projects as well so a lot of photo editing and vectors illustrator vectors. all that so yeah <laughs> yeah so Dude. it's a bunch of it all it all ties together just so i gotta give myself a break sometimes because like yesterday i was on my computer like all day it was kind of like i finished work and then i had to work on my own stuff which is very similar uh process uh to what i'm doing like every day like during the day but i know the grind i know the grind. Yeah, when you said yeah. production for some odd reason because i also work in production but for you i don't know why i just thought of your one like about me pick your like bio profile pick of you on a forklift (laughs) yeah yeah this man's on a forklift nine to five (laughs) yeah yeah squeezing in all the projects while i can a lot of time management happening um and then also not happening at the same time lots of downtime yeah i'm also just like multitask too much and just like do i constantly forget what i'm doing but it gets done when do you turn it off uh you can't <laughs> you can't the only time you turn it off is i don't know it's like a lot of people just go to sleep or when they turn on the tv and that's when yeah, I would say so. I guess when I'm sleeping, if I sleep, yeah. And if uh Damn, he's going have, all night. Yeah, if I have the TV on, it's like just background noise. Usually I'm working on something or trying to chill. I always tell people, because uh, every you know, everyone that conversation, oh, have you seen this show, this show? I'm like, I can't commit to a TV show <laughs> right now, especially uh in a very a dense show. Except the bear, since it's based in Chicago, you guys are probably getting a lot of love right now. I make time for the bear. I make time for the bear. I made time for the bear, and I watched it all already. So it's fantastic. So good. But, but if you, yeah, you've seen it. So that's a good show to watch to make you get up off your ass to work more. <laughs> <laughs> After I watched the last episode, I was like, I literally got up and got back to work. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's just like what it is. The grind never sleeps. Yeah. That's insane. I, like to, I guess whenever I'm watching TV, I like to uh, 
kill two birds with one stone. So I'll find, I watch a lot of YouTube. So I, I, I can pick exactly what I want to watch and like very niche. So I'm learning while being entertained at the same time. And then I can take note of whatever it is I'm watching. And even if it's background, like you're subconsciously absorbing all of that stuff too. So it, it helps. On our last episode, our guest asked if this is like a gender thing about, do you think more dudes watch YouTube and chicks like watch more TikTok or whatever? Cause uh, like, and this is, I was just, I was just thinking when you said that you watch a lot of YouTube and I thought I watch a lot of YouTube too. And so. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would separate it like that, but it, uh, I don't know. I just, I think because YouTube is so vast, I I'm able to pick exactly what I want to watch. And there's probably never going to be a TV show about the things I'm like looking for on YouTube Um, versus TikTok stuff. TikTok. I like, I like thorough, like I like a thorough watch. If I'm looking for like the longest video I can find on whatever it is I'm searching for. I've, TikTok. I, I don't really use. I don't really watch TikTok, so I'm not. I'm not too sure. Are you watching like woodworking, linking and building on YouTube? I'm watching. I went through a a phase of like watching how to videos. Like, well, like kind of like I had this one. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. But like this really old dude, and he would just reupholster chairs, and it was just so. It was just so quiet and nice to watch and i was learning and it was not over the top it was just like some old dude in his workshop and i would just watch those for a lot a lot of a lot of uh research based things um trying to get inspiration from i whenever i am interested in an artist i try to watch as much of what exists on youtube as possible like that is a thorough watch and that, you know, like there's probably a million Basquiat videos. That's why you've seen one, you kind of seen them all, but if you can find the, the, whoever it is, I'm like researching, like I was doing a deep dive into Calder during the USM thing. And I, there's a, there's a good amount, but like nowhere near as like Basquiat or Andy Warhol. So I was able to kind of, run through a lot of Calder videos and get deeper and deeper into just one, just rabbit holes, really. There's going to be new Basquiat videos of Angelina Jolie buying out yeah. his studio, Atelier I'm Jolie. Sure. It's going to be a new era. Uh, that I saw that and I didn't even look much into it. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> That makes perfect sense to go into a deep dive of an artist to get like their background and whatnot. I, you know, oh my God, before going into the whole USM thing, now I wonder if there's probably artists out there, even people on the streets now are Googling your name, doing background checks on you. I hope so. Finds like a whole (laughs) laundry list of like... I, I, I got a, I got a semi semi free billboard on uh, on the USM window. Uh, I'm I, I'm 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 trying to build it up. I'm trying to I'm working on like my website and 
that's what I was working on last night and trying to cover all the bases now and start focusing on, I was trying to do the, my web store yesterday and that stuff always just takes forever. Yeah, it takes forever. It flusters me. There's so many options and there's just, that's just something I'm not good at. I, I even, I could do the web stuff. I could do the photos. I could do all that stuff. But once we start talking about extensions and all the intricacies of shipping, paying, I'm just like, I, I'll pay someone to do this. <laughs> so I'm like searching for that right now. If anyone was looking you up, would they find the, I mean, I, I do that with all my guests, but I haven't found anything sus or, you know, red flag about a guest. Do you think anything would come up of you? Uh, no, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Maybe some embarrassing photos from like MySpace days, but, uh, yeah, that's another I one. Yeah, I haven't come across any. The deepest I've seen is like a like my first Twitter profile picture or something like that when I was like 20. Which is so, definitely oh, yeah. the most I know. I think about that too, which is like the most embarrassing thing. Cause I somehow get like photo bucket just always like harassing me to like sign up for their account. I'm like, guys, just die. Just die. Uh, I can't I totally forgot about photo bucket until right now <laughs> holy shit what did Not you even use what, what did you even use that for didn't you use it to like make, create links or something like that yeah it's basically like for your like photos you know yeah. you just, oh my god i wasn't photo even bucket. i wasn't even big in photography i was just taking like a bunch of shit and you just needed somewhere to like put them yeah just to Damn, share on like myspace a, i have a yeah, i have a big like uh memory of like what the interface even kind of looks like wow that's crazy i know i have like a terrible memory but somehow that just is lodged into my brain <laughs> i'm going to photo bucket website as soon as we it's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing i'm doing Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Disarm. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Disarm is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Noel Mercado is an artist. Noel repurposes found objects, giving it new life, more life in order to have and to hold for many more generations to come. I first met Noel back in Philly with friend Zach Parsons from Four Finger Press and Kyle of Small Doses Daily and vibed on streetwear, photography, and music. Then we caught up in Brooklyn, always a good time when we run into each other at the club and was talking about contacts picks. 
fast forward years later, I spent the day in two of my not so secret favorite neighborhoods, the West Village and Soho, pretending that I'm someone I'm not, but I ain't shit. And I turn to my left and I see my favorite furniture company, USM Modular Furniture, collaborated with a name I definitely know. I had to tell someone immediately and friend Ryan Gendron was right behind me and I broke the news, went inside, made a TikTok and bought Noel's whole collection straight cash. Now my house is looking like a mansion. I told you I got it like that. No, I don't got it like that, but I do love that me and Noel also bond on USM and contacts cameras. If you got that, the rest will follow. Please welcome Noel Mercado to wear many hats. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. You look happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I don't always wear it on my face, but I feel it. You do. You do. Yeah. I mean, you're always laid back every time I see you. Thanks. I I get that a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just like always laid back, but probably giddy on the inside. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Damn. Whatever you're taking, let me have some. <laughs> uh, a lot of anxiety, internal internal anxiety that, that keeps you. <laughs> I just don't let, let it show. <laughs> and, and coffee. A lot of coffee. I've probably been like doubling up on coffee lately. I don't know if it's good or bad. I know like it's probably bad, but like I, I like it, so good for me you've been staying up all night yeah i've been trying not to i've been trying to give myself a bedtime get into routine um trying to it's easier to not it's easier to break the routine but when i get in the in the groove of the routine it, it definitely helps um give me some structure uh i enjoy it but when i'm lazy i'm just lazy too tired to do anything past whatever time I go to sleep then relapse yeah yeah back yeah. to the same schedule again I try to break it I do try to break it uh but I work from home and I also have my sewing I, ha I sell at home and I do a lot of the reupholstering in my house too uh, I have a sewing room so I I often end work and then just jump right back into working i'll eat for a second pretend to watch tv and then i'll i'll depending on what i'm working on then i'll, I'll do the, another six hours or something until i'm too tired once i start messing things up that's when i know i, I need to go to sleep everything at your house do you plan on getting a studio I have a studio. I have a studio in the West Loop. I've had it for a few years. I do a lot of the messier work there. I do. I keep both because so, honestly, I keep both so I can always have an option to work if I if I need to. And also at home, the the machines and like the the tools are a little bit smaller and like my leather tools. And I already know at my studio, I'll I would lose all of my little tools that I have here. Um, but at the studio, that's where I have like my power tools and that's where I, if I need to paint something, spray paint. Uh, it's like 
it's like my garage. I don't have a garage, but it's like what you would do in a garage. Oh my God. I miss garages. Yeah, me too. I love my studio. It's great. I just I have to like schedule to be there and, and kind of mentally prepare the day before and be like, okay, that's a part of my schedule today. Let me get in there for a few hours. Um, I'm there though, uh, uh, a lot, definitely on the weekends. I'm there a lot. That's where I take all, all my photos whenever I finish something. It's a good, it, it's, it's great. And it has a good lighting and it's cheap, which is the huge highlight of my studio. So I miss having a studio and just hearing you saying that it's also cheap for some odd reason I was on Kyle's like Instagram page and I just caught up with his life on IG just like figuring out oh shit he's in Philly yeah yeah he's in Philly now I visited him a few times uh he came out to the USM show I was just talking to him before we got on this call uh still one of my best homies no, that's what's up. That's what's up. You yeah. guys met in Chicago. Yeah, we met at like the first art show I was ever a part of. Um, I think I might have been nineteen or twenty. So a long time ago. Yeah, we. That's how we met, and that's how we became friends. And we still geek over the same stuff as we did when we were in our very early twenties. Ever. yeah same with you i know <laughs> we, met we met pretty early uh pretty young as well it was a long time ago yeah it's definitely a long time ago i don't even want to go back <laughs> <laughs> except to I the would... part where i had a studio because like i was just talking about how much i miss having a studio i think that's gonna that's like the next next step in my life is to have a studio again just to separate i can't seem to get all my work done in my house mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta separate to some degree and also for me like it gets me out of my house uh i could easily be cooped up in my house and just stay within my five block radius of my apartment um but yeah it's, it's it, it gives me a reason to get out and excited um whenever I have like a project that I need to go to the studio for, it gets me kind of amped up and I'm like sick, I'm going to hit the studio and I'm going to be there until I, until I'm done. So it, get, it gets me excited to leave and to be productive outside yeah. of my, outside of my house. On the way to the studio, is there like spots that you hit up? I'm sure there's like bars and restaurants that Chicago has to offer, especially now with, the bear um, you're like nah not really i mean not that there isn't spots but i kind of <laughs> just like go to the studio uh and work uh one of my best friends he has a space in, in the same building uh we both say it's the best bar in the city because we just go sometimes we'll just go to the studio chill talk drink and maybe invite some friends over um but yeah i don't know if i'm riding my bike i'll make some stops um or if i if it's nice out which it's not uh which is kind of rare in chicago uh i'll 
bike from my place to the studio, which it's not that close. So another thing I'm like, all right, amp myself up for like, let's do this bike ride and be ready to do that there and back. Um, that type of stuff. I enjoy doing that. Uh, I get excited to ride my bike, especially if I know I'm running errands or going to the studio and making a whole thing out of it. Right. You got to amp yeah. yourself up. Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a mental preparation kind of guy. I'm a mostly, oh sh shit, this is what I have to do today and I'll do it. <laughs> like I'll get the um, shit done. I'm, I could, I'm like that too as well. Uh, I don't know how, but I, I like, I'm able to somehow remember when I have to do something that day, like meetings or whatever. I'm pretty good at that, but um, I also give myself deadlines where I, no one knows that I'm working on something or that I'm making something, but I still have these deadlines like for myself or yeah. I'm like, okay, I have Friday, Saturday to go to the studio or sew at home. And if I don't do that, like on Friday, then I'm like, all right, now I have to work double on Saturday or yeah. whatever, however much longer I need to work to get done what I wanted to get done. Cause I want to, usually it's to share it or like to, just producing work and wanting to be have a just be uh, done at a certain date or a certain time um and now i'm like juggling more projects so finding these gaps of free time which i can produce um work that i've just been thinking about or experimenting with right uh, ha i have to be very uh, conscious about how i'm spending my time you know, 10 years ago when we were all hanging out, you were still doing sewing and, and your art stuff. Did you think like 10 years later you would link up with this legendary collaboration with USM? No, because I just, I never took it that seriously and everyone would always tell me that I should. And I never called myself an artist. I never, um, I didn't was like I never considered myself as someone who could like sew well. Um, but then I just started leaning more into it and like I was just always comparing myself to people who did that like as a living and who were the best. And I was like, well, I'm not that good. So that's I'm not that. Um, so once I start, once I like fully committed to the art life the the creative life i it felt better just to like finally just be like okay like it's what i do it's a huge part of who i am uh then things started i, I was getting good feedback i was ha or i am and was happy like with the things i was making i was having fun and a big part of that was honestly covid and just not being able to leave the house so right. I remember having conversations with people because I was still working. Um, people, friends, and and not that it's a bad thing, but people were trying to find a way to use this <laughs> excessive downtime that we mm. all had, like just cooped up in the house. And I was like, oh, I finally have time. I finally have like my time right now. And I, I didn't have a problem. Uh, figuring out what to do with all this free time.
Uh, so I, I took as much advantage of it as I possibly could. And that was also a time when I really started um, being strict on my personal deadlines where I was like, I have to make something every single week and like be Instagram ready by Saturday. Instagram uh, ready. Yeah, be like Instagram ready by Saturday. So I'll work on something all week then post it on like Saturday or Sunday. And uh, just to practice like this, just being strict on myself, not being hard on myself, but being strict and making sure I'm producing not for anybody, but for myself and right. the fun of it and learning and the research going into things, sourcing uh, the materials that I was using. Um, so yeah, that was, once I fully leaned into it, then things I was noticing, oh, cool. Like people either want something I made or little, you know, local features here and there. And I didn't, that's not something I was like, oh, I need to be featured or I need to, it's just like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, thanks. It was, it's more of a compliment and I right. I'm super appreciative of uh, the interest. Well, congrats, my dude. This is big. Like, do you have the collection in your house? <laughs> no, not yet. Um, I do have a USM piece. Uh, I have a couple. Um, yeah, a couple? Yeah, I have a couple. I, yeah, I, flax. I committed to a TV console before yes. the before the collab. Uh, it, it was uh, I was looking at it for I don't know six months. It was like pinned to my browser, and I'll just like look at it every day. I was like, all right, I just gotta save some money or wait until I get uh, like a cool <laughs> commission check <laughs> and uh, just commit to it. Uh, and I got a desk that I actually got for free. Uh, from one of my past employers that they closed their office and gave away. They had USM and that, that's how I discovered USM was, uh, I think I was like 23, 24, something like that. And I was part-time interning at this uh, company and they had like really great design eye and that was like 10 years ago or something. And once uh, COVID happened and people were not going out of business, but just like closing their location and doing like full remote, I wasn't working there anymore, but uh, my friend, he was, he is still working there. And uh, he was like, Hey, they're giving away furniture. And I was like, Oh, say less, I'll be there. And then <laughs> I, I like instantly remembered the, this desk and then the, the filing cabinets, but I didn't know what USM was and they didn't have, the online presence that they do now um so when i was researching i like, barely found anything except that they were really really expensive and uh i was like oh whatever filing cabinet i ended up selling the filing cabinet for like like nothing i think i sold it for like 200 dollars. and i was like i even even having this collab with them i still regret it i still regret like giving that away but that's that's essentially how I discovered USM, and I was like, "What is this company that's like super expensive?" And once I was like handling the furniture, I was like, "It's really nice." And then I started slowly becoming a fan, and then um, yeah, that's that's really how it's so it's pretty organic, I guess. Uh, how did this legendary link up happen? I was really into like at uh, a year ago. I was like really into um learning more about usm and 
that's around the time I was like buying, like looking to buy a piece. And so I was in Soho and uh, I was walking around with my friends and I just asked one of them, she's a, she does like interior design or something like that. And Mm -hmm. she, she just knows all those spots. She knew all those spots. I was like, hey, is there a USM store by chance? And then she was like, oh yeah. It's like, she was like, we just passed it. And I was like, oh, sick. So I walked in and just started talking with uh, one of the guys there, uh, Carlos, who's, they're all the homies now, like (laughs) little did I know, but uh, I just started talking with them and um, they've done things similar in the past um, where they've had artists do like installations and in their showroom and uh yeah i got the, the connect the the to john who manages the us and we just started talking and emailing back and forth and then they were just kind of like yeah let's do something and i was like oh wow okay yeah like let's i'm fully in so it was totally again pretty organic um and it was great because i mean that's the the best part about new york um is just that's where everyone's at and you can have those 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 conversations so casually um without i'm not i'm not the type of person that's like hey look at my art like let's work together like i like to have the conversation have the similar interests and get the vibe from whoever that i'm talking to or even if i don't know who they are especially Mm -hmm. in new york you're like oh wow cool like you do like some cool work and you're a cool person and I get along with you. That makes it even better. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how it started. And it was a long, a long, long, uh, it was like a year of work that I did, uh, everything that you saw in this, in the, in the showroom. Um, and again, managing full-time work while, having meetings and um, going to New York to kind of check in or it always helps to be in person with that type of thing. Just always just to sit down and kind of talk shop in person and figure out just brainstorm and stuff like that. Uh, So I, and I've already, at that point, I was already, I've already been to New York a bunch of times. So I was like, I'm no stranger and I'm not afraid to get on a flight for a day if I need to and come just to meet and work and then if i could stay longer cool if i have to go back then i'll go back but it just it 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 uh it helps and it just shows whoever you're working with that you're like invested and that you care and and because i i do and i did and i wanted to be there so it it just feels good uh to I guess just be able to talk and work in person and makes sense. Get that, get that, uh, bounce ideas off each other and stuff like that. And really, especially with the U S especially with like the showroom, uh, going there, it was just great sitting with them and talking and working and then being like, Oh, um, Oh, actually we have this thing in the back. Like, come, can you come look at it? And, just like things like that that I wouldn't have been able to experience through uh, a Zoom or Teams call. Right. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I like to do everything in person, even though we're doing this like obviously over the airwaves. But I don't know, for me, 
I'm not a huge texter. I hate texting, but I think it's because of trauma of like when texting first started off and then people were texting. I wanted to, I would always open up my notes app and just like construct a, like a really good text so I don't sound like such an asshole. And then I just can't do deal with text messages anymore. And I barely like look at my phone, but in person stuff where like phone calls, I'm just like great at that. Um, yeah. But like you said, also in New York, yeah, everybody wants to work with everybody. Sometimes you got to do the vetting process because like everyone wants to work with you on something. Yeah. Um, like, no, I want to work with you. Let's, link and build. Uh, let's link and build. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trying to link and build. They really are. They really are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, um, yeah, to see your name and, you know, someone I know on the streets of Soho in New York City is, you know, big time, which is really, really cool. Also, like going in the store, I, I saw like, you know, the colorways. The first thing I thought was like, you know, these Lego looking US. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the colorway, that was like a big part of, because I didn't get custom, uh, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't get a custom colorway. They, they're really... Uh, particular on when when and where they're gonna do a custom mm -hmm. i've also i'm like a usm expert at this point uh just learning and being around uh all of it um i actually got to see the i actually went to the factory in switzerland and just got to see how it's all like actually made it was incredible the sauce is made um, nice yeah it was it was sick it was amazing and um just talking um with the people there and who are also passionate about the product. Uh, I saw how they made the cut, like how they, literally how they make it from a piece of sheet metal and all the way down to a painted panel and mm -hmm. tubes and everything. Um, but yeah, the, the colorway for mine, like I just, of course I asked at the beginning, I was like, so can I get a custom color? And they're like, oh, I don't know about that, but like, you can do whatever else you want. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like I'll take that. <laughs> like anything, I'll take it. Uh, so that, that was just me. That was me just like trying to get creative with what was uh, available uh, right. to, to feel custom. Uh, they, they were all custom, but like, I do this even in my personal stuff. Like if I have two things that are, th that fit together and they're different then I'll, combine them so it's very i i associated it with remember when like yo-yos are really popular when we were like kids i would buy like the same one so i could change the colors and then have two different colors on the same yo-yo mm -hmm. so it's kind of like that whole mind that whole probably like i want both colors on one yo-yo so i have to get them both uh so it's just like doing that just swapping them out so you can have and the USM colors are just like in person. They're super vibrant. They're very right. like, even the dark colors are like like the browns, like a dope ass like deep brown, and but somehow pop still. So it's like, how can I? I like I want the yellow. I want the brown, and like I want gray all at the same time. I want to have the same experience. Like I want that experience of all the colors. Uh, so yeah, that was, and I also wear a lot of those colors. Mm -hmm. just like You're currently wearing the blue right now. Wearing some blue, yeah, navy, black, uh, yeah. You single-handedly brought color blocking back. 
Oh, wow. I, I, I appreciate that. I'm not going to lie. Cause I saw that and I was just like, damn, I missed color blocking. And it's just as of late, people were just going off with the mix matching, but not color blocking. They were just, you know, like yeah. color splatting everywhere or just, you know, the whole, you can do whatever you want, which is totally yeah. cool. But no one was going back to the basics of at least being a little bit simple. I mean, the color, like, I, I love color blocking. Um, and, but I also like that fitting room that was in the showroom that took me forever just to figure out which colors went where. And I was, I didn't just throw them up there. Like I was like each side, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, well there's yellow here, yellow here. I don't want there to be like rep, like a rep, a repetitive yellow in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of maneuvering and it's all balanced. Like, mm -hmm. like color, but like, I know what you mean. Like color blocking can be easily confused with just like blocks of color, but you also have to be strategic and, you know, a little have some finesse to how you're placing the colors and how big they are and how many you're using and how many how many you're not using uh that's just like how my that's where my mind goes when i'm seeing all of those it's just balance really right no it really is which i have no self-control when it comes to balance because after i got my usm haulers I wanted to keep getting more USM haulers and like homegirls would be like, yo, you need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you don't need all this chrome everywhere. I'm like, I need I it starts getting to be like an addiction. And I really have like an addictive personality, but there are other, you know, great pieces of furniture out there, not just USM. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know. It really is hard to not have your whole house be usm honestly like even when i visit went to visit the factory like their whole like they have like this showroom um and i'm like this all looks great like it looks it doesn't feel like a lot at all it feels like just the perfect amount which is floor to ceiling do you do you like to do a lot of r d and like go to ikea you know roam the uh, shelves and then like hit the Swedish meatballs at the end and I've actually only been to Ikea like twice in my life I think uh I you never went on like Ikea dates or anything like that damn crazy no, no I like went and was like what is this place and then that was kind <laughs> of it uh but I do I do with other furniture companies like uh I've always done this where I would just go to these high-end luxury stores or go to like when I was doing the USM stuff or whenever I'm doing any project, I'm heavily researching like what, who obviously like who designed the piece, what the back, like the backstory of everything is, is there a location in Chicago? If there is, and I would like to visit, uh, who sells it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's where like my YouTube comes in <laughs> and I start looking up like everything possible. And then if I'm able to go into some sort of location that has the pieces so I can experience them, uh, definitely, uh, for sure. Uh, like TWR, 
the Herman Miller store that uh, we have. Um, I haven't been to the, the new Knoll building that is in Chicago, but I need to. Um, I usually go directly to the source if I'm able to. Directly to the source. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of DWR and Herman Miller, I'm like looking at my authentic Noguchi table right now in black. And I'm just like, it's a piece that I just put on the marketplace. To, it's hard to part ways with right now. Yeah, I wish I, I could. Mean, I have, I have the, the non-authentic one. <laughs> so, all right. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask. That's amazing that you brought that up because there's some deep fakes out there IRL of a lot of different pieces of furniture I mean especially the Noguchi table but like another friend oh my god another friend and guest of the show he bought something off of a site that sells non-authentic furniture as well but when it comes there he made a whole like tiktok video of when it came in it didn't look anything like it and it was like cracked and whatever it was so hilarious but i was like laugh i had to tell me oh i apologize but i'm laughing through your pain and it's so funny and when he's like trying to return it there they wouldn't let him return it or like they would like they would they would tell him that because you want to return to go over 30 you'll will give you back like 30 percent because it's like a buyer's remorse it's like yo damn <laughs> what the hell did he buy it from <laughs> it's it's so crazy just uh yeah um it's just it's insane to see i don't like, think no offense to your friend i don't think i would ever order something that wasn't authentic uh like, yeah the pieces that i that i have that aren't authentic are, are because i got them like wild cheap on like facebook yeah. it wasn't cheap yeah friend i guess yeah. nick parlay he's like huge on tiktok now because he's hilarious and making these videos of calling out brands because that he works with brands but that that specific moment i can't remember the company he bought from but it was like it was expensive but he got it like that and it's but the original piece is like way more expensive but when it came in it looked like the worst thing imaginable <laughs> but again with the Noguchi table though it's weird because like I can I never thought I could spot out fakes like that oh yeah it's kind of crazy so I was watching you know there's a lot of video podcasts out there now and this one trashy like podcast they they had set up in the studio but in the middle floor was a Noguchi table it made no sense in this like podcast room like in and I was, I I couldn't even believe it. And like the guests that they would bring in wouldn't match the vibe whatsoever. And I could tell how on like non-authentic this this table was. And like they're definitely like destroying it. And who cares? But I yeah. guess it's a great first piece. I mean, if I had money like that, everything would be authentic. <laughs> of course, I would go to the store and buy it uh or buy the vintage ones but yeah you can't i mean i don't know it depends on what it is right right i mean that's that's good to hear your take because i can't i can't seem to everything has to be real or uh for me or else i'm just 
it just hurts my soul if it's not the stuff that i have that isn't real like <laughs> i'm like i'm like uh it makes it easier for me to part with at some point Definitely. and it wasn't such a commitment um so like the stuff that i have that's real that's like literally sitting in my storage unit right now that's like really fucking good stuff <laughs> it's like that i don't have a place for right now it's in my storage because i can't part with it because it's real <laughs> like i know what it's worth and all of these things like my fake Noguchi table, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll sell it, whatever, I don't care. I'll get the new, I'll get the real one at some point. Right, right. Uh, so as long as you know, I guess, have some understanding because a lot of these like celebrity homes and stuff, they even have the fake shit, like just because they want the look and they also probably didn't even pick it up. Oh man, I'm going to have to part ways with my, not part ways, but put my, hollers in storage while i travel and i'll be thinking of them (laughs) (laughs) see but like that that like that connection is just like so funny because it's like a true like um it's like an investment it's an investment like really and it it will appreciate in value which is rare with things um with things you buy nowadays yeah and this podcast (laughs) <laughs> yeah for sure is carhartt work in progress next on the list oh i feel like i gave up on that a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> um i don't i don't know i don't really i just kind of um you went to the top bro you went to the top <laughs> i don't know how uh, i don't know what's next if i had a you have some sponsorship you have some sponsor the pod yeah yeah you can tell them that Throw the other tag at the end or something. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, that was a crazy opportunity. And but that that level is very addicting. Um, mm-hmm. So now my standard is USM and space either equal X. or or up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I look at my I, what I do takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and. Oh, like I said earlier, just like a ton of research. Right. Um, yeah, I want to do work with people who feel the same way about what whatever it is that they're making, um, and that's why I'm like very into the furniture and design. Like, just because these brands have been around forever for a reason, and they're yeah, they're more costly than everything else. But once again, for a reason because they did the research they did like uh prototyping and not to say other companies don't but when you can have a a barcelona chair that can fit in any space like to like today is so impressive like it just withstands the test of time and like that's so rare to do without being trendy and without and well being fully functional and comfortable and looks good Mm -hmm. you can like hit those those marks those are the that's those are the names i would like to be associated with you know god tier (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i mean i i I, yeah the the points want to work with the people that you look up to and you, you could get there and that's god
<laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Florence Knoll, God. <laughs> so being based in Chicago, is there a place that you like to hang your hat on? Um, now that we talked about you going to the studio, even on the weekends, it's like your happy place. Is there anywhere else in Chicago? Um, that's a good question. I've, I feel like I've been, it's kind of, I've had people asking me lately, like, like, what's my favorite place to eat in Chicago and stuff like that. I've, I don't know if I've accidentally secluded myself for a few years where I'm like, I don't know, like wherever <laughs> uh, the taco place that's like behind my house, that's my favorite. Like, like um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, a lot of, I also like, I've been in the city for a long time now and a lot of my favorite places when I was more out and about mm -hmm. uh, clo have closed or become something else and uh, I'm seeing the city change and I'm not out nearly as much as I used to in my early 20s. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I have my spots. I have my, my local spots that I like to go to that I'm like, okay, it's always it's uh consistent i got my consistent spots right in the in logan square that's where i live um but i'm still on i'm still on the search for uh my favorite where i can go that's absolutely my favorite i need to i need to find that again just like the bear <laughs> <laughs> the bear was real i'd be there all the time i know where it's at damn damn <laughs> Hats off to you on everything that you do for some Jasar, wear many hat solutions. You know, all this linking and building and everyone wanting to collaborate. Let's uh, link and create a WMH workwear jacket. The jackets that you had, the the vests, you know, they were so sick. Thanks. I appreciate it. I hand, hand sewn, hand done. <laughs> I had to make all of those. I actually was in the the USM basements, like selling them the, the day of, <laughs> or like final touches. Uh, so my blood, sweat, and tears are in those vests. Bringing vests back too. <laughs> yeah. And the hats, the hats, I had the hats are beautiful hats, hoodies, beautiful hoodies. A lot of time went into those too. Those are all custom cut and sewn, not by me, but ordered. Uh, but yeah, if you're in New York, it, I think they take it down on in August. I'm not sure when in August, but um, soon it'll be it'll be gone. So everyone out there, go and check it out. Yeah, go get some merch. Go get some merch. Yeah. If you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> uh, it would say, um, "My other tattoo is on my back." <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one <laughs> that's actually really good if you're reading this stop looking at my chest i don't know <laughs> yeah that's perfect that's perfect plug your socials where can people find you uh you can find me on instagram noel.wallachain uh my website noel-mercado.com um that's really the ones i'm most active on threads i guess i'll get in i'll get into threads at some point <laughs> i'll tap into threads 
Yeah, right now I'm on your website looking at the Earth button down. Oh, it's it's oh, that's so not great. supposed to be like it's it's supposed to be down. As you can see, as you can see, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing last night. This is me figuring it out. But yeah, that that's one of the pieces I was working on uh, last week. That small collection that I'm gonna release of wearables. Dude, so good. It's like Thanks. what I should I should, I should uh, hide that that <laughs> that page before uh, the the podcast release. It's, it's still good. I I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see more more pieces. Thanks, Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, that's how I kind of started selling was just like customizing my own my own things that I would wear and stuff around my house. So it'll be fun to finally share more of that uh, with everyone. No, definitely. Do you also do custom custom orders? Not really, no, because they always take too much time, and I, uh, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about like using people's ideas so loosely. Um, and also, I'm not able like I just I just like doing what I want, like what I want to do. Yeah, if people like it; they can buy it. Um, but yeah, very rarely I'll do custom. But I never advertise that I will do custom. Dude, I want that bootleg Louis Vase like bag. That, that was a commission. They they gave me creative freedom. So I was like, all right, I'll make a I'll make a vase. That would be pretty cool. Uh, from Louis? No, no. Oh no thank God. From, uh, a friend. That was a very fake Louis bag. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a $50. It was like a $50 DHK bag. Uh but it was it wasn't bad actually. It was like pretty decent. Um Dude, the fakes are always the, good. It was the higher end DH gate. It was the like five star review DH gate, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Louis bag. Um, but it was, it was fun to like be able to tear it apart, like like tear it apart without feeling bad. Didn't have to break the bank. No, I didn't have to spend money on that at all. So that would be great. Yo, I'm also looking at your Everlast. Bruno, I love that it says Bruno style chair. There you go. Yeah, I gotta there be, go. gotta be, gotta be clear. <laughs> I can't afford to fuck up a, a real one, dude. Because I always... have one. Do you? They're they're nice as hell. Like they're fucking beautiful chairs. Uh, it's uh, so crazy. I have I have one. They are beautiful, and but I've been trying to get rid of it for like quite some time because I never sit in it. It's just there for show, which is kind of bizarre. It's but a comfortable see, chair. It is. It is very comfortable. I used to have the uh, like the um, executive chair, the rolling one. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's like people's favorite tattoo of mine that I have for some odd reason. Oh, it's so stupid. One of my stupid tattoo ideas, but it was definitely one of my first pieces of furniture that I like sat in that I actually like really appreciated. That I had mm. in the house, and then I got rid of it because it was taking up space, and it also squeaks too much. I used it as a <laughs> podcast chair, and when I was like sitting in it, I was like, "Dude, it's squeaking every it's, second." Probably picking up on the mic, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I got like I use the the fake stuff a lot. Like if I can get my hands on the real one for a good price, I will. But there's also always that that. I, there's a very high chance that I could fuck up like a two thousand dollar chair. Totally, <laughs> and then be like, "Damn it! Now I can't put it, put it back together." 
And also I like this idea of using something that is not authentic and then mm -hmm. creating some sort of authenticity after right. I make it. Cause like it's authentic to my name, but not authentic to the brand. And also my goal is to start getting this stuff from the companies and then working with them and everything becomes authentic. That's the goal. That's the goal. I'm like thinking of what's, I was obsessed with this brand for so long, but they do a lot of streetwear collaborations with their furniture. Um, they're known for like their couches and again with the Lego block looking shelving. Do you know what brand I'm talking about? They have couches? They They also have couches. I don't know. Is it like a newer brand or is it? No, they've, they've been around for quite some time. I think it's hilarious because they were, they were, they were always big. A lot of brands would do like Futura would collaborate with them. I'm trying to think. Oh, Moderna. Moderna. Oh, Moderna. Yeah, Moderna. Yeah. 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 yeah they're, they're tired. They, their history is pretty interesting actually. Uh, Cause they're like, like Herman Miller Eames quality because they, I got, they like bought, the the molds a million years ago or something like that from Herman Miller, um, so they like have rights to these things. Um, you should look look up their history. They're they're pretty they're interesting. Like I have a piece, uh, I have a shelf, and it looks very much like the Eames, but I don't know. They're like oddly like licensed somehow. There's something like that going on where they can use the same materials and make the same builds. Are you on contract with USM that you can't collaborate with another furniture brand? Because I think Modernica is the next one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm not on contract with that. What to that degree? Exclusive non rights. No, no non-competes <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. Well, thank you, Noel, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And it was great catching up with you, man. Same, same. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.